Welcome to a Meaningful Marketplace. I'm Sarah Massoni from Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center, where I've helped countless dreamers launch their new food products. It's the science of taking a food delight from the kitchen to mass manufacturing and still keeping its great taste. That's what I do. I've been called the woman with the million dollar palate, although I haven't tried to cash that check yet. Listen in weekly for real life stories. I'm Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce and author of Preservation Pantry, modern canning from root to top and stem to core. I love inspiring business owners to get started on their journeys, encouraging folks to be part of their local community, and I'm excited to help business owners tell their stories. Join us as we explore the journeys of women entrepreneurs in the food and beverage industry. Hello, and welcome to Masonian Marshall, a meaningful marketplace. Thanks for joining us as we learn about the journey of local women in food and beverage industry. We are here to help tell the stories of inspiration and hope for all of our food-loving friends out there. This is Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce. And Sarah Masoni of Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center. Hi, Sarah. Have things been wild for you this week? Definitely wild. I, it, it has for me too. And I think for um, a lot of our restaurant friends out there too. So it'll be um, an interesting show today because we'll hear about what a wild ride it's been for everyone. But just for people who don't know where we're broadcasting from, we're um, here in Portland and we've had crazy ice storms and um, mm -hmm. our back patio collapsed yesterday and everyone else is, at, is without power all around us. But right now we are lucky to still have power. We just don't have internet, which is totally fine. <laughs> Can you like run extension cords to all your neighbors? And I, I thought about it. It's like, I want to do anything I can. We have our um, little neighbor gal over right now because she said her mom left the door open and then the house got too cold. And so she had to come over to get warm. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. It's just a wild ride, but here we are. Well, for me, I've been watching the birds. We've had a, a whole flock of robins in our front yard and across the street, there was a big bush with red berries on it. And so they'd fly in and grab a berry. Then they'd swing by our place and take a sip of water out of the pie tin that I put out there. Yeah, and then like they would fight with the other birds. And then the hummingbirds are coming by. Everybody's hungry because of this bad weather yeah they're just trying to find food and water and shelter like everyone <laughs> <laughs> exactly well I'm glad that you're safe and and home and um and I hope everyone else out there can find a good safe spot to be too while this stay all warm clears yes <laughs> well it all clears up well we have a special guest today that I'm so excited to introduce. Uh, Nong is here with us from Nong's Kalmangai. Nong, you have found a warm, safe place to be. Where are you right now? Uh, I'm in Maui. <laughs> you're nice. in Maui with your family. I'm glad that you're there. And um, she, Nong got snowed in there because she can't come home right now. So um, <laughs> although our listeners can't see, she has this beautiful beach background behind her <laughs> and a sun hat I, I was wearing my ski hat a minute ago <laughs> <laughs> oh.
So Nong, welcome. We're so glad that you yes. could be here on the show today. Um, it, this is the first time I've seen your face in quite some time other than on your Instagram feed. And before the pandemic, I used to see you quite regularly. Can you tell us how you are? How are you right now? Well, for, first of all, uh, it's nice to see both of your faces. I uh, miss uh, you uh, and everyone uh, very much. Uh, thanks for having me. I um, uh, feel honored to be here uh, and see your face. It's a plus. It has been a while, right? I feel like I haven't seen you guys like too long, like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels that way for sure. Yes. yes. I feel much better now. Um, Good. Yes. Good. Well, I think um, during this whole, all of the things that have happened over the year, I ha even though I haven't seen you in person, I love getting your text messages to check in and make sure that I'm okay and that my family is okay. And I also really love all of your videos. And I want people that are listening who maybe don't know you yet to be able to find you on Instagram and the internet. So where, what's your Instagram handle for everybody to find you? Uh, so for personal, uh, my Instagram is at nongkmg, N-O-N-G-K-M-G. Um, and uh, for work is at nongskaumankai. Perfect. Yes. And we'll, li we'll link people up to you. But one of the reasons I want to encourage our listeners to follow you and find you is that you have done such a great job over this year, really putting out there what it's like to be a small business owner and to have all of these things in your way every day, all these obstacles to overcome. And I feel like every time I watch one of your videos, I'm crying because I know that you are putting your real feelings and experiences out there and, and showing everyone how hard it is, but that you're still doing it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we just, um, I, I just uh, started uh, a YouTube channel too. Uh, and if uh, anyone uh, interested, um, the channel, uh, it was Nong KMG, but I just changed it to Nong's. And um, uh, so uh, uh, please, um, uh, if you have time, uh, subscribe and, and watch and hope everyone enjoy the video. Yeah, I and your YouTube channel is videos of you cooking, right, for your family? Um, yes, yes. Uh, it will be um, about uh, cooking um, uh, and inspiring, but it will be start with uh, like a cooking. That's good. That's so great. I had yeah. to tell you some, what? something, Sarah. <clears throat> yeah. Pop, I finally used one of your sauces when I was cooking. I've never done that before. Yes. <laughs> I always just put the sauce on top of the food. And yes. then when yeah. I, was, I was on Nong's website today and I was like, oh, there's all sorts of recipes for me to follow Nong's cooking and use her sauce. Yeah, I love that. It's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Nang, what made you want to start a YouTube channel and, and teach people how to cook? Yes. Um, so the um, 
I wasn't on YouTube uh, or watch YouTube, uh, but it was started when I uh, nursed my son. So everything has to be on silence and he sleep uh, on my arms. So I, uh, that was kind of my entertainment. I will watch uh, YouTube and learn about mom techniques or whatever I can uh, try to educate myself. Uh, watch in silence with the caption. And then, um, so then I realized that like, oh, um, you know, it's a, um, uh, it's a free platform. Uh, and then, so um, so I, I thought uh, uh, I did uh, uh, had the start the channel a long time ago, like I think in 2014, uh, and I use it as uh, just a video host uh, about the brand and the story of the brand. And I didn't look at it for five years, and I realized I have 700 uh, followers uh, on YouTube. Uh, and then, so three years later, and then with the pandemic uh, that was happening, and um, uh, and then when when you said that you saw uh, me and my uh, uh, my message uh, on uh, those um, social media platform, uh, I, I it just kind of like all come together, uh, and it, I have this idea about. Uh, being on YouTube uh, for a while, but I, um, I, um, uh, it was a tough year, and uh, it was I have a, a lot going on, um, and I'm um, so. But but just uh, now, um, so I took time off. Basically, I, I took time off to heal uh, and to take care of myself uh, because. Um, I feel like I accomplished the goal of 2020, which is uh, save two of my restaurant and um, uh, keep the sauce company alive and not just alive and thrive. Um, and I accomplished all of that uh, in 2020. And then, and then now is 2021. I have at first, I have no idea like what's next. I feel like I passed the the tsunami of the storm. Uh, we operate through the pandemic, uh, and I didn't close. And I remember around April two thousand twenty, I was uh, scrambling, and the feeling was feel like I start a food cart again in two thousand nine. And what drive me and what encouraged me to get up and fight every day was that every day I, I look for inspiration and I got a lot of inspiration from uh, content from Thailand uh, because uh, in Thailand uh, it uh, it happened few months before us so uh, and I was trying to educate myself and try to understand what's going on just like anyone else uh, looking for answer and um, but nobody know the answer. Uh, but I, uh, because I'm in the position to make decisions, uh, and there's uh, people that rely on me to to make decision. And and my decision was to to fight 
and to fight to survive. I also can. Uh, uh, I also want to um, bring someone with me, and I, I feel like it is a little boat, and it's a it's a tsunami storm. And I in this little boat, I can have me and my family with me, but there's some small room in the boat that I can save someone, uh, and then I, I, I think, and then I think I did. And I didn't know at the time that was it a good decision or not. But I decided that I can I can not just save myself. I can save someone too by by show up and 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 fight to this um, try to save my business. Uh, and uh, anyway, I I feel like we passed the the tsunami and we are still in the middle of the ocean. Uh, but I think that that there will be uh, somebody that still stuck on the other side. Uh, but we decided to swim through the hardest part, and but we are still in the middle of the ocean. And I'm just uh, looking for answer and and compass. But but either way, I uh, to survive, I have to be strong and I have to fight and and that drive it, it had to come from me it had to come from from my heart and um be, because it's it, it's it's a it's a tough fight it's a it's a marathon and it, it's something I never we never deal with before I think that um, if people know you, they know that you have that fire in you to fight. And I think that um, from the beginning, you started, you know, you ha you had that ability to to build something out of nothing. And I think that has you have proven that now too. That while all these things are coming at you, you're still able to keep going and keep fighting and keep your business going. And there's so many pieces to your business. And so for people that, that don't know you or your business, let's maybe just start at the very beginning. Can we do that? And then we'll get to yes. now. Yes. So, yes. so can you tell people mm -hmm. what Kalmangai is and yes. how you started giving it to people? Yes. Well, so my business is Nong's Kalmangai. We specialize in Thai chicken and rice. I started as a food cart at Outer Street in 2009. And now, um, 11 years, almost 12 years later, now we have uh, two brick and mortar restaurants and non sauce uh, that is uh, available on Amazon and uh, at the grocery store. Uh, and um, right now, uh, with the COVID, one one location is uh, operating, and um, one location is closed. So people can currently come to the southeast location and order food from you to go. Yes, but if they're they're yeah, and if they're listening and not in the Portland area, they can order your mm -hmm. sauce online. And, yes. um, Sarah, did you, were you, did you help Nong develop her sauce product? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask Nong if it was harder to get your sauce in the bottle or harder to keep one of your restaurants open. 
Um, I I think the um to keep restaurant open during COVID was uh, very hard. Was harder. Yes, sure. but I, I remember sure. talking with you. I'm sure it was much harder. But I remember yes. you and I talking about how hard it was to get your sauce in the bottle. Yes. And I was so happy to see on your website that you're having someone manufacture it for you now. Yes, absolutely. Which Thank is so, so wonderful because I <laughs> was thinking you were still making your sauce. <laughs> yes. And so I was so happy to see that you have a co-manufacturer. That's wonderful. And Nong, did you, mm-hmm. you just came out with a new product, right? Um, Be- well, right since now. COVID, didn't you come out with pickles? Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, right now, uh, the new the newest one is a gluten free sauce. But also, you have pickles, you have, right? You, uh, the pickles. Um, uh, yes. The uh, but the pickles uh, is uh, in a uh, uh, refrigerated section. Yeah, a new season. Of new seasons. Yes. yes. That's Sarah, have you had Nong's pickles? Of course, Jones I've had any? all of Nong's food. When I have people come to town, I take them to Nong's restaurant. Yeah, I know, same, same. I took the two, the um, marketing director and the one of the top salespeople for Seas Candy to Nong's Kalmangai on Southwest 10th. Yeah, so when when I when when Sarah when you talk about um uh, when it was difficult uh uh you know starting the sauce uh I think um I was uh, a different person too like back then. I think it's about like 5 years ago. And um you know we uh manufacture the sauce and uh, do everything, the whole process, distribution, and all that, and 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 I become come to realize that uh, I'm not good at everything, and and I think that I start to have a better understanding of this um, CPG world uh, that you know, and and how should I go about it? I'm still um, a beginner in there, but. Uh, in the end of 2019, I made a decision that uh, I am going to put more effort, more time, and more effort uh, into the sauce business and get it uh, uh, up and running and go. And the pandemic happened, uh, of course. And then, um, uh, but that decision actually was really, really is almost like a northern light that driving me to to this uh, uh, during the hard time last year dealing with uh, operating a restaurant uh, um, uh, in the middle of pandemic because one of the key factor was that uh, you have you have to be positive and uh, what I didn't see um, it happened was that uh, um, uh, that like uh, so we uh, we we found the manufacturer uh, the co-pack and then we uh, got the product set up to sell on Amazon. 
So during the darkest time, I saw somebody buy long swords on Amazon, and I would get email to notify that some uh, that uh, your product uh, sold. So each bottle that that uh, it was uh, that someone purchased, uh, it was uh, encouraging me. It was a good news because in the midst of that. The restaurant was uh, dropped, uh, and it was gradually dropped since the end of 2019, and it, it dropped to from like 10%, 20%, and it dropped down to like 100%. And and I honestly didn't know what to do, but when I saw that uh, someone buy long swords on Amazon, which I don't make very much money maybe one dollar you know a bottle but it was uh give me the, the the positive light and give me some um encouragement and and it was kind of helped me the cpg world was kind of it it it, uh, it kind of like um helped me and helped me balance and juggle this uh, restaurant business and the cpg I think probably too, just seeing that there's an order gives you hope that you can yeah. do it, you know, and that yes. you can have yes. some success in it or at least something, at least some money yes. is coming in, even if it's yes. a little bit. Yes. Yeah, yeah we, had the, we had the same kind of experience where, yes. um, you know, we weren't doing any more events and, and that's usually where I sell everything face to face. And so yes. then, but then we started to get, I started to get emails from Amazon or from our website of people ordering mm -hmm. and it just mm -hmm. gave me belief that maybe I could get through, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I absolutely it even even though people sometimes I know sometimes don't want to order that way. They want to order directly, but just know that mm -hmm. any any order helps us. Um yes, it, absolutely. It, yeah. Nong, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right yes. back to hear yes. more about you and your business. Yes. Absolutely. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are proud sponsors of Meaningful Marketplace. With a mission to serve all Oregonians, we are committed to giving voice to those whose food and agricultural stories are not always heard. By providing access and opportunity for a more diverse and just food system, because food brings people together. So, Nong, I love what you said on your video you were talking about following your passion and how yeah. passion creates a force multiplier can you explain to people what you mean by that um yes so um um so so i think uh you know um a lot of may, maybe people might heard that um um uh, follow your passion uh, money will come or um, you know um, so it I, I think that when we talk about passion passion is um, something that you like and it get you butterfly or like it, it's like uh, it's like a bug and you got this bug and then like you you have so much energy you have like you just you cannot stop stop thinking about it it's the first thing you think when you wake up and it's the last thing you think before uh, you go to bed. And that is, it's called passion. Um, and then when you follow your passion, it's not a single day you work 
because it is something that you like and uh, but but when you have passion people can feel that and um, um not just not just customer but people that are willing to join your tribe and go with you because um, you need people uh, to to um, make your vision alive and also um, uh, and also continue so uh, so customer can can feel it or uh, people can can uh, they can recognize it and and also uh, so I I feel like it, it it's like a almost like a law of attraction it's like what you put out there what what uh, what you feel in your passion and uh, people are drawn to it. Yeah, I, I think so too. And Sarah Masoni, you probably don't know this, but um, before the pandemic, Nong and I and other restaurant owners and food makers had a group where we would meet with our kids. And so we were oh, all that's people fun. who had, yeah, we were all people that had businesses before we had children. And then we had children. And then it's like, you're, you're a function on a little bit different hours than most families because, you know, you're running your restaurants or working during the day. So we would meet like later on in the day at different ones of our houses so that our kids could be together and we could be together so that we could support each other. Because I think that's part of the thing is that, you know, a lot of times, especially when you are a new parent and a business owner, you spend so much time alone. And, and even if you see customers, it's different than really being able to tell people, how you're feeling and how hard it is and how are you going to feed your babies and feed, you know, everyone else. And so it was really nice for us to have that, especially Nong, you were a very new mom at the time that you first started coming and meeting with us. And it was so wonderful. And I can't wait to be able to do that again. I can tell the audience right now that Sarah Macho is the most smartest person I ever met. <laughs> <laughs> also Sarah Masoni too but but, but Sarah Masoni both super busy yes. uh, but I think that um, uh, Sarah, uh, you both show me the uh, what 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 generosity of knowledge is and uh, be a great example uh, for me uh, that I feel like I want to do that to authors as well. So thank you so much for inspiring me. You very, you very inspire me. Thank you. I nice. think that, I think that Sarah Masoni and I both, I mean, and I think I learned it from Sarah Masoni. So she, from the very first time I went to see her, you know, always talked about different people that, that would, that I could talk to or get information from. And so then from the beginning, just because that path was laid, then I've always just thought that anybody can come to me. I don't care if they are other sauce makers, other producers, people that I think you're sometimes taught should be like competition or that you shouldn't share anything. I have learned from Sarah that really, um, that's not what it's about. And your business and your life will thrive if you are helping and, and yeah. giving knowledge. Cause that's all I really have to give is like love and knowledge. And I will freely give it to people. Yeah. And I think I learned that from Sarah. Well, you know, your brain is your biggest asset. And if you don't <laughs> use it, <laughs> you're really missing out. That's what I always tell people. Just think. 
<laughs> it's your brain. So, so in in that same token, I have the story about that because uh, my it, it, my journey is is like a rough journey. It's a immigrant journey. I, I immigrate from Thailand, and um, I have very little support here, and um, I my my mentor. Uh, one of my mentor um, was kind of like the the style um, that is a uh, don't give anything for anyone for free. Uh, so and and uh, he's very very successful. Uh, and and this journey of I'm finding out who I am as a leader and business owner. Um, in in this journey, in a lot of ways, I. I was uh, following that uh, because he's he's my mentor. He's someone I look up to. So he has a big influence on me. And I'm not saying that in a blame way, you know, but I, I just want to mention that I was like that because because I was afraid um, and and I, I don't want to be taken advantage of. Uh, but I think now... Uh, uh, 12 years in the business and with uh, more people that I have met and one of the person that uh, we all know and met is uh, Matt Choi Kim Chi and, and uh, to uh, uh, you know for, for, for when I learn about what happened it, it broke my heart because he is opposite of me he very very generous for what he know, and he really really inspired me. And and I think like with this pandemic, it, it, it's even more make me realize that you know I I want to give back and I want to to be like him. I uh, and uh, and and you know I met people uh, like you and like Matt and and I. I, I want to I want to do more. I want to leave the the like he left the legacy uh, of, of of what it should be. Yeah, and very inspire me. You know, I think there's a time in your life where you come to the point where you realize you can do more. Yes, and yes. I that happened to me in 2011. Actually, I yes. went. And did something um, in North Carolina. I was on a panel and I was surrounded by people in the industry and it, and listening to them and all the things that they did. I came back to the Food Innovation Center and I said, I can mm -hmm. do so much more. I can help so mm -hmm. many more people. I can do so mm -hmm. much, so much more with the information I have. So I think that's a big turning point when you realize you can do more. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just wanna, yeah, I, I just wanna like say that story because like you know because in the journey for me it's like nothing is free, you know every every mistake you made and you know and and make a lot of mistake and uh, but I I think that as you know with with all this happening I think it kind of make me realize more of of um of uh, what, what I can share and what I can do to help others. And that's kind of why I was um, sending um, all the messages out there 
to my platform, which is social media like my Instagram. And I hope that some business owner somewhere out there uh, can can relate it and can maybe can inspire them to 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 keep going. And also, I think, yeah. I think that's a wonderful thing to give because I think I do think it is what people need and, yeah. and what they need right now, and to understand that there's other people feeling the same thing that they're feeling. Because I think if you if you think you're alone and you're the only one struggling or not knowing what to do or just or just experiencing that it's really hard, it can just weigh you down. You know, so I you know I think it's great that you are putting that out there and and letting people know that that is is what is going on. And I think to, you know, we during this podcast have tried to have a platform for people to talk about what it is like to make these decisions during this time and, um, and still keep going in ways that they can keep going to hopefully inspire, inspire them to hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I liked what you said. Every day is a test. And you yes. are your own superhero. Yeah, every 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 day is a test. Yes, every day is a test. Yeah, like uh, we like um, yeah, yeah. And and that that's all I didn't think of it myself. I got inspired for others, but the inspiration, you know, is a cycle. You inspire others, and and and, and it keep going. Like like you know, like Sarah, you inspire me to 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 be a better person. Uh, you know, and and I influence me. You know, and then like I and and I uh, and you know the the message and the impact is bigger than you think. Yeah, yeah. I I love I love that. It, it makes me feel really good. <laughs> that, that <laughs> it's, it's exactly what I you know I think that we want is to just pass things on and bring people what we can and. And yeah. sometimes it feels like it's not enough, but just hearing you, I, I feel like it, it is enough, you know? And I think that yeah. you, other people will feel the same way about what you're putting out there too. And I was going to say, we talked about Matt a little bit, just so people know, um, Matt Choi, Choi's Kimchi, he's an inspiration to all of us. And, and um, we lost him this year, but if people um, want to know more about his story, his family is still running the business. And Sarah Masoni, you sent me a picture of me and Nong and Matt from one of the events at the Food Innovation yes. Center. Yeah, Ruth we, Reichel was there, and yeah. we had all yeah. of these great up-and-coming food entrepreneurs come, and somehow I took a picture of you ladies with Matt and mm-hmm. your friends, and mm-hmm. Nong had gotten a book signed, I believe, at that at yeah, event, because right? R- Ruth yeah. had written about Nong's business and how much she loved it and that it was like her favorite place to visit in Portland. And Nong didn't even know she was in the book. And so she came to the event. <laughs> oh, then, you didn't even know? Mm-mm. No, Ruth, yeah. Ru- Ruth opened up the book and then I just like slid over a pen and was like, can you sign it for her? Because <laughs> it was like so <laughs> shocking, you know? So ten, ten years shocking. ago, ten years ago, she came to the food cart, and it was IACP event. I didn't even know what is IACP, and <laughs> I think her assistant came to buy food early morning, right when we are open, and then and she was saying the 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 assistant was saying, "Do you know who, who this food for?" I was like, "I don't know. I, I, I'm still making rice right here," <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> And anyway, one hour later, I still don't know what's going on. We have a line from the card around the corner. 
Yeah. And I don't know where those people from. And well, back in, yeah. That was the International Association of Culinary Professionals. Yeah, they all yeah. came. Yeah. Yes. Really? And then she said, I think she paid the food and she tweeted. And back 10 years ago, Portland don't have the tourists or, you know, it's like a small sleepy town. And like all of a sudden, I'm like, where are these people? <laughs> yeah, I have, I was, I was like a, you know, um, naive I, I have no idea what's what what's going on what's what's the food world is like the media all that I was like I have no idea yeah so do you you were on a television show called Chopped right yes yes twice and how do you feel about that do you want to do it again or are you are you ready to do something like that again or you just want to stay out of the media or what do you think about that um I, I um um, so um, lots of balance, you know, doing yeah, everyday yeah. stuff, and then on top of that, being on television—it's yeah. a lot of work. Yes, yes, I, I like. I think it's one of the best thing that I ever did in my life. But I, but it has to like a strategy really well, and then so the the first time when I got uh, in the show. Um, the casting producer was uh, in Portland uh, across the street from the food cart and they called the restaurant they, they email you know four times they're like you know you should uh, come to this audition and I, I didn't see myself uh, on TV and I didn't want to try to prove myself that I'm a chef so I didn't go I also fear that if I suck you know, nobody will come to my food cart, <laughs> you know. And yeah, anyway, I, I managed to to meet um, the casting producer. And she said, um, uh, um, no, there's a lot of people that, that don't know about you. Please come. And uh, with uh, an encouragement uh, from, um, from uh, people, School, good people that uh, around me. Uh, I did that, and it was out of uh, my comfort zone. Yeah, and it's. I look back, and it was one of the best thing um, that I did because I feel that I grew as a person, and and uh, so when I so what what happened is that I was filming in New York. And I was in a competition on, I think on uh, on Thursday or Friday, and then I had to fly back, and I did a TED talk on Saturday. It happened all in the same week. <laughs> That's and crazy. That's a crazy week. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy week. So I was like, okay, first of all, more than that, the restaurant, the the restaurant was open. Uh, that week too. The, so the restaurant is open on Tuesday. I was in New York and then the competition, I believe on, on Wednesday or Thursday. And then I, and then I, and then the TED talk. So my thought was like, get the restaurant open first, second one shop, because you're going to go on the stage. And if you're going to say something to people, you better be good. And then I won and I couldn't tell anyone. And then go on the stage, uh, do the TED talk. 
all three of that is out my comfort zone as an immigrant coming with nothing from Thailand. Uh, but it was one of the best thing I ever did for myself because I feel the, the, the feeling is nothing like it. I feel that I grew as a person and as of today, there's nothing ever touch that feeling. Like it's still the highest. Yeah. I, and I would encourage people to, um, you can find the episodes that Nang has been on on Chopped. You can just Google it or YouTube it. And um, also find her TED Talk because it's really wonderful. And she talks about her life and her family. And it's a, it's one of the best. It's my favorite. But of course, I know you. So I feel very connected to it. <laughs> but I think everyone oh, should watch it for sure. And I, you guys, I hate to say this, but we only have a few minutes left. Oh, yes, yes. I know, it goes so fast. I feel like I yes. want to talk to you forever. I want to ask one last question. Yes. How did you decide to sell fried chicken skin? Oh, um, it was, um, actually it was, um, uh, 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 it was um, Andy's idea. So he he came to the food cart and then and then he saw that I I render the chicken fat, uh, you know, to make uh, to use it to uh, activate the herbs uh, in the rice. And he was like, why why don't you uh, uh, sell it, fry it, and sell it? So but uh, so so uh, and then so I was like, okay. Uh, so I did, and it's yeah. It's crazy. I think. Well, I think you started a trend with that personally myself. Oh, thank you. And it's such a good way to be using something that you already had. You know, sustainable. That was part of it, which is really good. And I think people that are in the restaurant industry for a very long time have a lot of those skills to pass on. I think that any time I've talked to a restaurant owner that's been a restaurant owner a long time, they're able to. Um, sustain because they really know how to use every single thing. So I was inspired a lot by our restaurant owner friends when I was writing my cookbook because it was about using all parts of everything. Mm -hmm. And I really learned a lot from them just talking about different things that they would use. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's kind of going to, I think, like, you know, people around you and, and sometimes they, they, they see things that you do every day, but they have a different eyes. You know, and then yeah. like you, you learn from a lot from other people. Yes. Do you have anything, sure. any last things you want to tell our audience, Nong? Any words of wisdom? So the going back on shop, one of the best things besides that I want shop is that I made a good friend and I still it's a good friend till until today so when i went to new york uh, and i and i put rihanna song on uh, and then i was like I'm, I'm 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 ready in a fight mode and then i saw my my fellow competitor which is uh, han lee wang from kim jong grill <laughs> and at that time he didn't want to start uh, he, he uh, his food card burn and he just become uh, a food uh, delivery uh, driver and from shop uh, the judges from shop talk him back into business and uh, the, the judge was like look at Nong uh, uh, she, she, uh, she, she doing it and the best thing is that he came back from shop start a business and he's tried and we're still friends until today and that is the best thing out of everything because you know he, he, he doing good for his family 
He creates jobs and we get to enjoy his uh, favorite bibimbap box. And he's a very, very talented chef. If you guys in Portland, please stop by his food cart, Kim Jong Grill. Yes, for sure. Han is another one of our um, family food friends, and, yes. and I I love that story that you guys both were on the show at the same time. But you yes. both got different things out of it. Even though he didn't win, I think yes. it changed his life completely because because the yes. judges were like. What are you doing? Get back in there and cook. You don't yes, need to be a yes. delivery driver. Yeah, yes. it's. I love yes. that. I thought I think, it just gonna be me and him at the end. Sorry. <laughs> 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 but, he, but he went. But he went. He went. I think he was. He was hang out with his friend. Uh, you know. But I was like, take t it. It's like an Olympic. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> You had to win. You had to be your friend. Sometimes that just happens. <laughs> well, Nong, yeah. I'm so glad that you could come on the show today, and it was so good to see you. I want everyone to know that they can experience Nong's sauce if you order it. If you don't live here in Portland, if you do live here in Portland, please go get it. You can get it through all different platforms, but it's always best to go to the store. You also have some kits going right now, so people can Ooh, cook yeah, it at home. That. I got one of your cocktail kits, and that oh, thank you. yeah, the glass that it came with has a little football on the bottom, and it's my daughter's favorite glass now. <laughs> yes, love it. Yes, yeah, yeah it it's so fun. fun. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't know what it was, but I was like, okay, let's keep it funky. Yeah, <laughs> it's super fun. Well, thank you, Nong, so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. It was really great to have you. Thanks for having me. We record Masoni and Marshall live every week. Find us on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you to our production assistant, Chelsea. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can message us on our Instagram at Masoni and Marshall, and we will be back next week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye. Bye for now. Market of Choice is a proud sponsor of Meaningful Marketplace. As a family-owned organ grocer for 42 years, Market of Choice strives to inspire, mentor, and assist a diverse group of local producers and foster equity in our communities. With 11 stores in Oregon, Market of Choice supports these craft makers, as well as farmers, fisher folk, and ranchers, by bringing more than 7,000 local products to market. Together, we form a sustainable, community-based food system that serves our great state. To learn more, go to marketofchoice.com. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen, learn, launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.